Hi, and welcome to the Fertility Warriors. Here at Fertility Warriors HQ, we believe in three things, grace, grit, and gratitude. We don't believe you have to be perfect to fall pregnant, but we do believe that you need to place yourself and your well-being at the top of your priority list. I'm your host, Robin Birkin. For some people, trying to conceive is a cakewalk. I was not one of those people. My journey was years in the making and included IUIs, IVF and a miscarriage, as well as many, many tears before we fell pregnant with our first child. Now I'm the author of the book, Screw Infertility, and the founder of a 12-week mind-body fertility program, the Fertility Warrior Intensive. I'm here to help you not only navigate these waters, but to help you feel like a badass in the process. My superpower? Helping Taipei women find calm, confidence, and happiness in their journey. I'm a little woo-woo, a lot straight shooter, and I swear like a sailor. Sorry, mom. I've never turned down a bowl of mashed potato, and if you like salt and pepper, mm, I think we'll get along just fine. So hit that subscribe button and tune in for tips, advice, and real talk every week. I promise you, I'm not daggy. Okay, maybe a lot daggy, but subscribe anyway. Enough small talk, let's do this thing. Hi, and welcome to the Fertility Warriors. Today on the Fertility Warriors, we're going to do something a little bit different and through the power of technology, namely my podcast editor and manager, Chris, what we're going to do is the same introduction for two podcasts and we're going to release them both today. So if you're looking in your podcast player and you see two podcast episodes today, this is why. And this is why they also like you're hearing this twice if you're listening to both episodes. So this all came about because on Instagram, I've been doing Q&As a lot, like almost every day. I've loved chatting with you guys. I can let you know that there is something beyond exciting in the works. And I was speaking to someone today and she was like, oh my God, your excitement and this is just getting me. And we're working on something, what I think is major behind the scenes that it will be coming in August. So you will be seeing and hearing a lot of me if you're on Instagram. Anyway, so I did a Q&A and I guess to some degree I didn't even know this was such a thing, but it's a really common thing. So we've switched around our episodes for this week so that I can bring you these two episodes. And it is about age gaps and like mourning when you thought that you would have a really short age gap between your children and now there might be five years and it's just not what you planned. Or you might be, and this happens, okay, where you've gone through fertility treatments, you haven't used protection and you've gotten pregnant and like the baby was just still a baby or you're a same-sex couple going through IVF and you want, you know, like if you're two females, you want both females to be pregnant at the same time. So not only are we talking about in one of these episodes the benefits of having a long age gap, but then we're also talking about the benefits of having a short age gap as well. And the reason why I've separated it is because you might want to listen to one but not the other. And I 
tossed and thought about what the best way to deliver it was. And I was like, you know what? We're just going to do two podcast episodes. We're going to split it up so that you can listen to one if you don't want to listen to the other because you don't want to feel like a different way. But this is what I will say that is relevant for both. And if you're listening to this twice, good, because I think it will be valuable. If you had a certain plan of how things would work in your mind, it's always going to derail you a little bit when it doesn't work out the way that you had planned it in your head. And you might have planned stuff in your head since you are like five years old, okay? So whenever things don't happen in the way that we thought that they would happen, there's always going to be that little grieving process, okay? So there's always going to be that process. However, to some degree, not to the full degree, it might be like pros and cons to having a boy versus a girl, pros and cons to having a child when you're 17 versus having a child when you're 40. And I have looked at my own parenting experience, the experience of other mums at our school, mums that I'm friends with, and how to look at what their experience has been like. So that's the, I guess, context of what I'm putting these on. But I've had a look at those experiences and tried to put together a list of pros for each experience so that if you are looking like one of those will be a reality or a possibility for you, that then hopefully you can feel a little bit more settled in that eventuality, okay? Before I get started with my list, and I've done 10 for each, okay, is when I was looking at this list, and a lot of the time when we look at children together, we think of like their bond and their love for each other. And I can hand on heart say that after seeing and, you know, being in lots of families where there's these two children and things like that, nope, doesn't matter what the age gap is, they're still going to have an incredible bond with each other. Okay. Might be a different bond. One is like a very protective kind of bond. Well, nope, it regardless of the age difference, there's always going to be that with the elder child. But the other thing is playing together. Doesn't matter. An older kid will still always play with a younger kid, okay, or in most circumstances, and they're still going to have – that's their brother or sister. It's going to happen. It was almost like when I was putting together the list, I put it for one and then I was like, oh, the other, and then I was like, well, actually, it's true for both, okay? Now, two more things. One is, I don't know if you've ever heard of fixed versus growth mindset, and I call it fixed versus flexible. Sometimes we don't have a choice in this. And we can say things like, you know, choose to take this path or take this path. The reality is that often it's not really a choice. It's just a reality that that's the way things are going to pan out. And so I always grew up, particularly with my corporate days, I used to, one of my bosses used to be a motivational speaker, and he always used to talk about fixed versus flexible. If you are putting all of your energy into some, a circumstance that is fixed, it's out of your control, you can't really change it, it just is what it's going to be, then it's almost like putting all of your energy into moving a car uphill all on your own. Like it's just not really going to happen. And so why are you putting in all that effort into that versus something that's like things in our life that are flexible, things that we can control, things that we can have some influence over and those are the things that we should put effort into. And for the most part, we're going to have 
moments where the age gap maybe wasn't what we planned or maybe it's that people around us are disappointed in the age gap or don't approve of the age gap or have something to say about the age gap. Man, that's always going to happen. And, you know, I... I always, I have said this before, there's things that people always say to parents of twins and I've been guilty of it before. People always have this, oh, you must something, something, something or you must something, something, something. And I can tell you right now, before Chris, I had a podcast manager called Monica. She got pregnant with twins and she went through a mourning process. Well, like there's an adjustment. That wasn't what I had planned. But whatever your reality is, there's always massive benefits to every single side and we always make do and make can make the most of what circumstance we have. Anything is a blessing. You are certainly entitled to grieve. You are certainly entitled to feel the way that you feel about what you feel. But I do want to let you know about that this fixed versus growth mindset. Now, to the peeps who message me saying like, we really want a short age gap, you know, the same sex couples and things like that. Here's what I want to tell you about family. For all the people there who maybe are having twins and everyone's giving them remarks or that for everyone that wants to put in, you know, two embryos and everyone's like, no, don't do it or whatever anyone else is saying, because this is your journey, not theirs. This is your experience, not theirs. There is <laughs> a an Instagram thing that I saw once that said, get the tattoo, your parents are already disappointed. And I guess it just espouses my philosophy that, do you know what? Fuck everyone else, okay? This is your experience. You get to do exactly what you want to do. So without ado, we are going to move in to the benefits. Give me a minute. Okay, so we're going to talk now about 10 benefits of having a short age gap between your children. So number one, when you have a short age gap between your children, they don't really know any better than that the other one is just always around, okay? So the longer the age gap you have, the more the eldest child remembers that once upon a time, They were the center of your universe and the only center of your universe. Whereas when you have multiple children, two children, there's always going to be some sharing. The second and ongoing children, they know no better, but the the eldest child, the more they can remember and the more experience they've had of being the one and only, the more they will remember that and at times possibly resent their brother or sister. So number two. You get done with the chaos of it all at once. And throughout these podcasts, both of them, I'm going to tell you some funny stories about my life, but I've found the adjustment from one child to two children much harder than the adjustment to having one child. When you have one child, you have these moments when the baby goes down for a nap Everything becomes about around sleep. Before I had children, I had a friend talk to me about first we feed, then we play, then we sleep, then we, you know, have a sleep from this time to this time. And I this is before I had kids. 
but probably when I was going through fertility treatments and I was like, damn, girl, you've got you've got this kid's schedule regimented out. Like you've got a set time for play and this and that. Then I became a mum and realised, oh, right. However, when children are babies, and I didn't know this either, so if you're trying for your first and you're like, uh, sorry, what, then I'm with you. That's how this is exactly what I thought. I didn't realize that babies had to go down for naps so often. And like sometimes it's like four times a day and you can't stretch out the naps like an adult can. They just have to go to sleep. Otherwise, all shit hits the fan. And so there's times when, depending on what the baby is like, so Chloe for my baby was she wanted to sleep on the go. She never had long naps, like ever, at 45 minutes at the most. And it was quite funny because my next door neighbor had a baby at the same time and her baby slept like an angel and 19 months and Chloe still wasn't sleeping through the night. Um, but they have to nap a lot. And so there's like chaos. There's all sorts of things going on. The point is when you have one kid, you can have a rest when that baby's napping. You can like sit down and read a magazine, you can have a cup of tea, you can go have your shower because I usually always used to just wait till the baby was having her first nap and that's when I would go have a shower. Well, when you have two children and usually, so for us the age gap is almost exactly two years, when you have two children, inevitably one of them is going to give up that nap while the other one is still napping or the naps are not going to be at the same time and it's just like you never get that break and then you'll have one who is probably not sleeping through the night so it's almost like you just have to go with no sleep however the thing about if you do have them close together is that you get the chaos all done all at once right so the toilet training, the no sleep, all of that stuff, the tantrums in shopping centres. It's almost like you double whammy it. So even I would say for two years, you just they're just young and they're kids and they're like do what little tiny kids do. And so you can be like, you know what, I'm just I'm just gonna have nappies all the time for a while. I'm just gonna have the crappy couch for a while because I know that it's going to get stained, all of that. You can say, you know what, it's just going to be chaos town for a couple of years in our lives and then as they get older, things will, well, I don't want to say calm down, things change. So when you have kids, you just go through different seasons. So that's the one of the benefits of having a short age gap is that the chaos, the no sleep, all of that stuff, you just like get it over and done with in one foul swoop of a couple of years. Number three, One of the coolest things that I found about having a short age gap, this is one of my best young kid parenting hacks, is that there are places like the zoo that do under fours for free. So you can take both your kids for free and you just have to pay for yourself. Then what you do is, like, so we used to get an adult's season pass to the zoo And then we would just go to the zoo for the morning for like an hour. Let's go for a walk around, get some fresh air, have a picnic on the grass because Perth, sorry, because Perth Zoo is stunning. We'd go, we'd have a little picnic on the park and then we'd just go home 
and I didn't have to pay anything because I had a year pass and those two girls were free. Is that the best hack or what? So that's a benefit to having a short age gap is you get to go to these like under fours and whatever places for free and live your best lives during the day, the kids get fresh air, etc. Hey, sorry to interrupt you, but I just had to let you know about the latest product to drop at the Fertility Warriors HQ. It's my new Get Pregnant Pronto Pack. It's a very cool pack to help you optimize your fertility, educate yourself and troubleshoot your cycle so that you can make better decisions about your fertility, so that you can understand your body better and so that you can work on optimizing your fertility, whether that's natural fertility or whether that's through assisted reproduction. I'd love to invite you to check out my new product, the Get Pregnant Pronto Pack. It's loaded with heaps of cool stuff, including PDFs, cheat sheets and a special Get Pregnant Pronto Plan workshop. To find out more, go to robinburkin.com slash getpregnantpronto. It's just $27, so it is incredible value. robinburkin.com slash getpregnantpronto. All right, let's get back into the episode. So number four is hand-me-downs. Inevitably works better when there's like two girls or two boys but sometimes you can have hand-me-downs and shared clothing. So my little two are fairly similar size these days and we can kind of just alternate clothing sometimes. That means that sometimes when I go out, I only need to bring one spare change of clothes in case anyone has an accident or you have those hand-me-downs. Whereas if you had like a 10-year age gap, then I don't know that you would keep the clothes for that long, so you might then go out and, you know, rebuy a whole new wardrobe, whereas when, you know, everyone's young and things like that, you just hand it down. The next one is one school drop-off. So I have some friends who have kids with, you know, much bigger age gaps, and they might have three kids, and in the morning they drop one off at daycare, then they drop the other at primary school, then they drop the other at high school. So they have three school drop-offs or two different school drop-offs because they're not at the same age that they can just drop both of them off at the same school. So when you have them quite close together, there's more time when you can hopefully have them both at the same school so that you only have to do one drop-off or like a short time when there'll be two drop-offs. So the next one is like mum friends and their kids as well. So one of the things that you might find is when your first child goes to school, you end up with mum friends. And what can happen is, look, I don't, I just still think it's great, but we had a number of mums who we became friends with in my eldest daughter's class. And then they all had kids that are, like around two years younger as well and so the younger kids are now all friends as well so you can kind of everyone hang out in a posse the mums and dads the eldest kids and the youngest kids they can to some degree all hang out in a posse together and so that's one benefit of having a shorter age gap is that everyone can kind of hang out together more the next benefit that I have is when you go out you can generally get away with two children sharing one kid's meal so rather than having to purchase two kids meals and one kid not really eat it or not be that phased about it when they're so little you can just get two of the same thing because you pick it and you don't have to have arguments about it and share it between the two of them and generally that works out well the next one is 
Now, this is actually a really big one. When you have a short age gap, they're typically entertained by the same thing or for the most part entertained by the same thing. And so you might go, okay, it's Play-Doh time and then everyone can play Play-Doh together. Or you might say, okay, you can watch the TV for a little bit and both kids will watch Coco Melon at the same time where rather than one watching Coco Melon and the other one one wanting to watch Miraculous or two different very very different shows. So you can generally entertain them with the exact same thing. When they're really little, you can, you know, if you go for a long car ride, you can get one iPad and just have that in the middle and play the movie rather than them having to have two separate iPads because they're interested in totally different things because the age gap is much different. So number nine, and I think this is also a major one. So I had a, my children are two years apart. And so I had a little bit of this where, for example, Chloe was at swimming lessons and Livy was too little to go in the pool and have her swimming lessons. So I had to entertain Olivia. And when we, we'd go to the swimming pool for swimming lessons and I'd be sat there in the pool with Olivia who <laughs> thought it would be funny to always like just get out of the pool and take do a run for it. She's one of these kids that does a runner all the time. And then I would have to chase around the pool in my bikini, everything like wobbling about, trying to race after her and go and get her. She would also generally find it funny to just like keep diving in the pool, even though she was only about two years old and they couldn't start swimming lessons until they were three without the parent having to get in the pool. So it was this constant process though of sitting in the pool and looking after Olivia and then looking at the mums that were the ones that could sit on the sideline and just drink a coffee and being like, oh, one day I'll be one of those mums who could actually just spend that time, that half an hour of swimming lessons, looking at her phone or drinking a coffee or just staring into space. How, like it just, that felt amazing or that looked like it was amazing. And now that my kids are more of the same age, I've been able to book them into 4 p.m. swimming lessons at exactly the same time and I do get that moment. So right now I'm listening to my audio book called Untamed by Glennon Doyle and it's just to find 30 minutes of peace in the day is quite life-changing. So I feel like that's a big thing, right? The You know, sometimes when there is a bigger age gap, you might have the older kid might have like karate and you have to sit there entertaining the baby or the younger kid or maybe it's when the baby would much rather be going to sleep at night or whatever it is, but you have to drag the baby out because they've got to go and watch the other kid at their sport or whatever it is. The very last one that I have, which is the last benefit of to having a short age gap between your kids, is that it's all still fresh. Like you don't forget what it was like. You don't, and it, mostly it's, you don't forget how hard it is and then get that shock again after however many years. And typically I find that once the second baby comes, like it's it's absolute chaos, but the older you get and the, I guess generally the more beat down you get by it, the more you just relax into it however when it's still fresh you just you're in that mode you know what's going on you know 
there's I cannot tell you how many times I forgot to bring anything. I was like, oh, yeah, I have to do that again. I have to do that, don't I? And Olivia was such a teeny tiny baby. I remember I took her to a chiropractor when she was born because we had quite a traumatic birth with her and she did a huge poo explosion in the back of the car on the way to the chiropractor and it was all over her clothes and everything and I hadn't bought anything. I didn't buy nappies. I didn't buy wipes, bring wipes. I didn't bring clothes. I brought nothing. I sent my dad in because I couldn't drive because I'd had the C-section. I sent him into the supermarket that was attached. He got nappies and wipes, but there were no baby clothes anywhere. I sent him into the chemist. Nope, there were no baby clothes there. And so then I literally found one of Chloe's dolls on the floor and put Olivia in the top of the doll's top because that was all I had because I had just forgotten. And so I think sometimes when it's all still fresh and you're just in that like bring the nappy bag, bring this, bring that, have the stroller kind of thing, then it flows a little bit easier whereas sometimes when you're out of the out of the loop of it, you just forget <laughs> and it catches you off guard because you think you know what's going on and then you're like, oh, damn, this is what it happens, isn't it? Oh, yeah. So I hope that's been helpful to you. That's the, you know, the 10 benefits that I could think of uh, in our sister episode, that's where I talk about, well, I don't know if that's poor wording or good wording, in our other accompanying episode is where I talk about the benefits of a longer gap. And hey, I just want to let you know that I'm sending you love because I know that if anyone listening to this, maybe this might be not what you had hoped or planned for or it might be what you've hoped and planned for, but there's other people giving you shtick about it. And so I just want to send you lots and lots of love and let you know that there will be special moments regardless. But even if you can't see those special moments right now, it's okay to feel the way that you feel. Sending you love. I'm going to catch you next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Fertility Warriors. You know that I love chatting with you every single week. If you like this podcast, please make sure you go ahead and subscribe and share it with anyone, be it on your Instagram or your other socials, to let them know that this has been helpful for you too and that it might be helpful for them. Please make sure also that you give us a five-star rating and I would love, love, love a review. They always make my day and they help other people find the podcast. So it kind of helps the search engine juices or the internet juices push this podcast out to other people when there are a number of ratings and reviews. And if you feel like infertility is starting to get the best of you and your emotions are starting to get a bit wonky, then make sure you check out my new mini program, Warrior Rising. Head to robinburkin.com slash rise and check it out. It's a five-day mini mindset transformation and it will definitely help pick up your mood, help you feel calmer and help you feel more in control of your journey. Head to robinburkin.com slash rise to find out more about my new program, Warrior Rising. Warrior Rising.